You failed, Your Highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson and less occasionally Lindsay Floyd. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. A long time ago in a Blattcast far, far away, <laughs> it is indeed Blattcast 434 there's two fours, and it's our May the 4th special. Yes, I know for anybody watching live, it is May the 3rd. Sometimes that's the way <laughs> things happen in show business. But the audio version will indeed premiere for our May the 4th spectacular. I, as always, am Christian Blad, and this, as always, is the Black Cast uh, with two wonderfully lovely ladies who are returning to the Black Cast. First, Miss Lauren Legrasso, a.k.a. Lolo Legro. <laughs> That's true. That's my former name. And now I'm Lauren Legrasso, just normal. Just normal. No no more Lolo Legro. And yeah. uh, for everybody's favorite contributor and the best part of the Dennis Miller option, Lindsay Floyd. Wow. I feel uh, so flattered right now. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'd like to and, thank Christian Blatt. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and we are going to talk about Star Wars because of the fact that it is May the 4th. And that's a great place to start. Do you get it? Do you get the joke? Do you <laughs> yeah. get yes. the May the 4th joke? Thank you. I love it. Uh, and the fact that uh, it's usually the next day, then people decide it is uh, uh, Revenge of the 5th. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's, that. that's like Boxing Day. Not everybody celebrates it. You know I'm gonna I mean? celebrate it. I wanna be yeah. Canadian. <laughs> well, I've always known that about you. So uh, I found it to be fascinating that kind of around the same time, you both started talking to me uh, and mentioning that you had recently discovered Star Wars. And you knew it was there, but uh, you actually started watching it. And so I will uh, ask each of you a little bit about it as just how it is that you got as far along into life where you didn't watch it, but then... <laughs> decided to watch it because there are people that just like, yeah, I'm just not interested, you know? Uh, but I'll ask you first, Lauren, how did you 
uh, avoid Star Wars for <laughs> however many years uh, you did it. We're not gonna we're not gonna age shame anyone. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, up until thirty you, plus uh, years, yeah, thirty well, plus I, years, I avoided it. If they want to use those numbers, that's fine. That's I'm fine on with you. using it. I'm fine with using it. Honestly, your 20s are a shit show. I'm happy to be I in my agree. 30s. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was never like I was anti-Star Wars. I liked other things that were roughly in the realm. I was a Game of Thrones person, but it wasn't something that was encouraged in my household growing up. You know, um, my parents were very... Uh, great about like watching like I Love Lucy and like Nick at Night and random things like that. We watched lots of sitcoms, but it wasn't much of a like a sci-fi household. So and I also felt like, you know, Star Wars is one of those things where it's so huge that you can have an understanding of it without ever watching it. So I felt like I had enough knowledge to maintain conversations like I knew who Yoda was. I knew Luke Skywalker. I knew, you know, some of the common phrases. Um, and so I didn't feel pulled to it. Until Christmas Day, 2020. <laughs> Literally less than six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> what what arrived in your life? A really, really good guy. Oh. A really good little guy. Um, <laughs> once in a lifetime. <laughs> once in a lifetime. I became a mother. Um, oh. And once that happened, I had to watch my son's home movies. And honestly, so here's what happened. My mom is a very odd person in that she's obsessed with QVC. And it was like a second mother to me growing up. It was just always on in the background. And so for some reason, QVC was selling my son. And uh, for, for those that are audio-based, the little guy that I'm referencing is Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. Um, and oh, oh, is that a spoiler? Well, he's not Baby Yoda. He's no, 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 no. But, but, yeah, but he's some people, colloquially known as yes. Baby Yoda. And so uh, at he's that not, point... He's not Yoda as a baby, but people yes. call him Baby okay. Yoda. Yeah, he's of Yoda's... Okay. Uh, species. Uh -huh. So at that time, I didn't know anything about that. I just knew he was a small creature that looked like Yoda that my mom had given me. And I'm like, why the hell did you give this to me? She apparently saw somebody selling him on QVC. And she's like, I just thought he was really cute. And I thought you might want to have him. Like, first of all, I'm 31. <laughs> Second of all, I've never watched Star Wars. Third, like, what are you doing with your life that you thought that this was like the Christmas present I needed? You know, oh, but man. as the day went on, I started looking at this face and who could resist this face? I kept saying, I like this guy. The answer is no one could. Uh, no one. By the way, this was a gift from my in-laws. Oh, uh, so it is good. it's actually a bootleg Dunkin' Donuts cup <laughs> with, with Grogu on it. I, wow. I want that so badly. That is the well, best you know thing where I've I ever seen. Is, is it yeah, reusable, right? Christian? Is it oh, yeah. One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, That's we all need that in our lives. Yeah. So anyway, the day mm -hmm. went on and I started kind of falling in love with him. And then by the end of the day, I was like, I have to watch my son's home movies. So mm -hmm. we started out with the first Star Wars ever put out. And then we went in the release order. Yes. And within two weeks, I had watched two, three weeks. I'd watch all the Star Wars films and The Mandalorian. So I'm all in now. And yeah. I can't believe I lived that much of my life without having that kind of a spiritual well, experience. And, and we'll we'll break down that experience and uh, the highs and the lows. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you did it uh, correctly. You watched in release order. Lindsay, I did. 
how did you find yourself uh, with Star Wars in your life? And had you ever seen any of it before at any point in your life? Like, oh, yeah, I think I might have seen a few minutes here or there. Or did you I just never seen anything? Okay. Well, I feel like the had I ever seen it before has come up before. Because I I know I've said on the black class. Black, black class. The black cast. It's been that long. You don't even know how to say it. <laughs> yes. But for the, for the sake it. of resetting, you know, it's like we're just back from a long commercial break, to put it sure, in language sure. you can relate to. So okay, we're going to reset on your story. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Um... <laughs> you have a great laugh. Uh, thank you. Um, I the uh, seen... the audience for Dennis's podcast was split right down the middle on that. Oh, so yeah, people love that of... laugh. And then there it's were the annoying. other ones. Yeah. Annoying and <laughs> but anyway, um, all I had seen before I really watched it was I, I've said this before and everyone hates when I say this the 20 minutes with the knobby headed guy fighting. Darth Maul. So that was my initial <laughs> impression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I oh thought this God. is cool, but it seems really complicated and like in like a lot of time involved. So I was never really attracted. My friend Nicole would talk about it, um, but just nothing happened. And then I started dating my boyfriend, Michael, and he's very much into Star Wars. And he's just telling me, you know, you're going to love it. You're going to like it. You just have to give it a chance. And I'm like, you're crazy, but okay. And uh, I did like it. I, I did not expect it to be so complex. I didn't expect the twist. It just was, it definitely exceeded my expectations. Now here's the truly controversial part. Oh gosh. What, what order did Michael show you these uh, films in? Okay, everybody hold on to their pants. Um, I watched it in the hope order. The what? The oh, hope I, order. Okay, I thought it was. I thought he did the mariachi order for you, so he no, didn't. No, do I was just. I was. I was just. Confused so you started. You started with episode four, the one that most people just refer to as Star Wars. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. I I thought he did that, and then he had you watch the prequels, and you know, it's like you watch Wait, four, no, five, did. and then the prequels. I watched four, five, six, one, two, three. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's release oh. order. That's I'm glad the correct you order. All this time, I thought Michael had you watch the mariachi order, which is you watch Empire Strikes Back, and it's like, wait a minute, Darth Vader is who? And then it's like, let me tell you a little story. And then they go to the prequels, and I'm like, no. So, yes, that is the correct order, the release order, okay. The, okay. the order that all of us ever had it, you know, for who are old and were around for that. Well, I plan uh, to watch it again now because I feel like I don't, I still don't quite have the story straight. Like, I uh, arranged two pages of notes prior to this to try to remind oh my myself of oh my what gosh. happens and what. You're so movie. good. But um, I don't know what order I'll watch well, it in next. Well, a couple so of things to share. Uh, okay. Jason Blair, a friend in Texas, points out that that's the only 20 minutes worth it in Phantom Menace. True story. Thank you, Jason. Progress <laughs> is kind of cool, but you don't you don't need it, need it. And look who it is, Corby. Corby. It's Black Cast Lindsay, Hi, and Corby. he uh, also gives us a we shout out. Uh, great to be here. I know we love. We love him. And uh, our pal Farad Muhammad. Look, it's old home week. Uh, same thing happened to me and my fiance with the Marvel movies earlier this year. Uh, again, oh, yeah, release order. You can't go wrong with release order. You know, okay. it's just it, it's the order that the stories were originally told in. You don't want to go back for the, the sequels and, uh, you know, any of that. And the way that I always look at it is you put your best foot forward. If they don't <laughs> like the first Star Wars, they're not going to like any of them. If oh. they don't like that whole trilogy they're definitely not going to like the other ones. Don't sure. start with like, well, this is the newest one. I guess we could, you know, we could see the force awakens or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said for maybe starting kids with the, the clone wars, which 
you have seen the Clone Wars, Lindsay, like all I of it, have, right? I'm not finished yet. I'm not okay. finished yet, but, but we're still I, working through them. I, I I've seen maybe them. 20 episodes of that show. So oh. you've seen so much more of it than I have. So you I know think, more about it than I have. Yeah, I think. How many seasons are there? Six? There's seven? six or seven, I think. Yeah. I think we're already but, in four or five. Although, uh, because I'm a, I'm a media superstar, I have seen the premiere of The Bad Batch, which uh, premieres tomorrow. So I've, uh, I'm at least ahead of the curve. Um, hey, I'm so jealous. So, uh, my, Why didn't you uh, take me? What the heck? And Lauren? It's a, it's a screener link. How could oh, you God. not take us it, to I your computer? It on my phone this afternoon. Over? It looks so like rude. this. It was, this is how I watched it. We would have uh, loved that. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. that's the only way. I watch that's TV true. Shows. You could have all. Yeah, we could have all sat on my TV patio shows. and like huddled around my cell phone screen. Uh, I thought we were going to all me- lay on a bed like this. <laughs> and uh, and Kicking our so, together. <laughs> for me, obviously, Star Wars starts the way most uh, kids my age were. I I was born the year before Star Wars came on. Sci-fi was very big in my house. My mom tells stories about watching the original Star Trek uh, first-run television when she was in high school. And it was on Friday or Saturday night. It was like a big, like, you know, date night. And it was like, well, the, the dates will be sitting and watching Star Trek in my house because uh, I'm not missing it. Because, you know, in those days, you missed a show. You never saw it again. That's true. So, uh, so Star Wars, I remember seeing the, the re-release of it in 1979. Uh, when I was three. But I don't remember, mm-hmm. you know, before that. I, I vividly remember seeing Empire Strikes Back in the theater wow. and, uh, and onward and so on and so forth. So it meant a lot to me. Uh, it's interesting that you mention uh, Christmas presents, though, Lauren, because here's a friend of mine. This is Wicket. Oh. Now, you know Wicket from Return of the Jedi. Wicket yes. is older than both of you, considerably, oh. actually. He's cute. Uh, Christmas 1983. Uh, I... I uh, Picked him out of the Sears catalog, and uh, I, I also had a lunchbox with him and R two D two on it. Wow. So, Aww. in any case, uh, I thought it's, you were uh, going to bring up that bottle of rum. <laughs> no, I'm still waiting, by the way. I'm still waiting. <laughs> it's still on my counter, wrapped. Too. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's uh, been six months, but yeah. that's all right. Yeah, well, I right, one day. To make plans with you, and you keep blowing me off. So, yeah, that's true. I I do. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> No, thank Too you. busy. <laughs> I don't, don't want to eat Dunkin' Donuts or Chick-fil-A chicken minis anytime soon. Oh my god, it's been so long since we've had Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I know, because you don't wake up oh in time. God. You'd only get Chick-fil-A breakfast if I brought it into the studio. But anyway. I wouldn't eat if you didn't bring food before that's the show. That's true. I know, I had to take care of her, Lauren. You know, she Aww, just wouldn't that's eat so sweet. Yeah. It was I love sweet. it. You're each other's work spouses. All the shitty games. Kind of, yeah. But I mean, I'm so old. I'm like her. I'm like her work grandpa. But anyway, uh, (laughs) glad Lauren liked that. So I loved it. (laughs) uh, So I think that uh, it's always interesting when people, you know, find Star Wars. I'm so glad that you uh, uh, watched it in the correct order, and the the chat is uh, appreciating that. (laughs) Good. uh, good. You know, in, in in any case. Uh, so I'm, and just a uh, little messages here. What does uh, that mean? Uh, yub nub. That's the Ewok talk. Like, and Jason oh. was born the day Star Wars premiered to the preview audience, wow. which I didn't even know that. Wow. I know, I know Jason, May 25th, 1977 was the premiere day, but I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, we've got, uh, all of our <laughs> friends here, uh, and it's great to hear from everyone, but I want to kind of now break down what it is that you found as you watched it. Uh, so I, I went uh, first with Lauren uh, the last time. So Lindsay, I'm going to ask you, as you're watching these stories, uh, what do what characters really stood out that you, you you felt like you could either relate to or you're just the most interested in? 
what was the stuff you were most excited by by Star Wars? Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say relate to necessarily, <laughs> but I obviously thought the stuff with Anakin was fascinating. I think well, anytime you, you've, you, you had, you chose to walk a dark path at one point in your life, you know, and then, and then you saw evil? the light and you, and you became a mystical uh, wizard who, <laughs> was that you know, before or after I cut your arm off. Uh, it was after. It was uh, definitely after. Just <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, of course, I like Anakin. I think it's fascinating to see any character go from good to bad. I like that in Jessica Jones, too. Um, Don't forget, he goes from good to bad and back again. I know. It's good. So Barely. Good. It's you don't get a lot of it. It's but he does go story. back again, yeah. But you get to see his ghost. <laughs> so cool. Uh, yeah, but the, the, like version of, the version you see now, his ghost is hating Christensen. And, and yeah, you know what, though? I Okay, I'll, but I'll let her say her thing, but I got to watch it on VHS from the 90s because my parents oh. randomly had a box set, so I saw the original guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even though it wasn't encouraged in my household, we did have a box set probably from QVC. How QVC. Are they? Are Do you they have it too? This episode, that's great. QBC should sponsor this episode. They but, should. Uh, they no, love these it. These are uh, these are uh, the VHSs that I have as well. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, it's a similar thing. Ours were gold, but they were all in a box, nice. and it's like the trilogy, the first right. trilogy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, and cool. I'm such a nerd. I have the widescreen editions on VHS. Oh. So Gorgeous. That's why I have. You the, have a VHS player? I do. Yeah. I do uh, too. We're the only two people I left. Yeah, yeah so uh, let's get, let's get together and uh, and watch some VHS in in lo-fi <laughs> mono. That'd be All right. great. So uh, yeah, and I think it's interesting that uh, you gravitated towards Anakin, because a lot of people uh, they hate little kid Anakin and they hate grown up Anakin even more. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So, uh, but uh, it's it, it's the kind of the ultimate redemption story, you know. So. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I really like the Clone Wars because you kind of see him turn incrementally. Yeah. Just kind of fascinating. Yeah, in the, in the movies, they, they have, a job. have a lot of time to do it. Yeah, for sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, but that's fun. Um, it's yeah. cool that they can keep building the universe out like that. Um, and then I thought of, I thought uh, Kylo Ren was interesting because he was kind of like a mini Anakin in a way. He had his own like evil journey and Anakin. stuff. Uh, Jason wants to show off. I had the definitive collection on Laserdisc. Oh, All right. Jason. And uh, Corby says we have the VHS box set along with the VCR. So, uh, Corby. Yeah, exactly. Found another like-minded soul. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah. I liked Corby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lauren, uh, as you watched, obviously your starting place is uh, your uh, adoptive child, the yes. child. Grogu yeah. himself. <laughs> but as you're watching these stories, uh, what uh, what characters really stood out to you? Uh, and uh, it's it's okay if it's not someone as adorable as my friend Wicked. Okay, love love those guys. By the way, I wish yeah. that they were in every single film because they are a highlight for me. And I I also love the character turn they took. You know, they were trying to roast people at first, and then they became friends. It's beautiful. Everybody <laughs> has goodness in there, them. There was a great meme going around actually just recently, which was, how did they have that dress they gave to Princess Leia if they hadn't previously met a woman and eaten her? Great <laughs> but point. My theory is that they made it for her. That's how oh, I like to look. They're very resourceful. So I go okay. with that as well. Yeah. Um, tiny little pause. I hate to be a basic bitch, but honestly, <laughs> I love Luke. I love Luke. I think, I wrong. think, you know, for anybody that has pursued a dream or that has had like a particularly rough path and like fought themselves and others before giving into their destiny. Um, I think you relate to him. He's just like a brilliant 
perfect and also complex example of the, the hero's journey. And of course, I love Yoda because, I, you know, Yoda is basically like, you know, the Buddha, the Jesus character. And I always think that there's some spiritual lesson we can learn from creatures like him. How how much of watching Yoda speak uh, did you need before you were like, is, is that Miss Piggy? Wait, is that Miss Piggy? Frank did you say Frank Oz? Uh, Frank Oz is it. the voice of I both Yoda and, and Miss Piggy, and also Fozzie, and oh, wow. uh, and uh, I believe uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie. I mean, it's oh it's a lot of your Muppet friends. Is, is so Frank talented? Oz, yeah. No, I didn't yeah. know that, but wow, that's <laughs> that gives me even more respect for Yoda. Mm -hmm. Impressive for Yoda, knowing that Yoda is Miss Piggy. Actor. No, 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 because yeah. it was Yoda that did all the different voices. Oh, when he died, he didn't die. He went to go do another gig. Yeah, exactly. He. He, he got he got a SAG waiver and then yeah. he was able to do all the voiceover work. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Now it's uh, I think that uh, you know obviously it's these the the nine primary trilogy films that we're talk that we usually tend to talk about. Yeah, mm -hmm. th those are the Skywalker family's stories. Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. there's a there's an extension of uh, Palpatine's family that uh, we get from the sequel trilogy, but. Uh, I think that uh, obviously relating to those two and sort of not even relating, but uh, highlighting those, it, it makes sense because it really is their story. Now, I'm wondering, what are the things that you saw and you just kind of shook your head and like, well, you know what, maybe that worked in the 70s or early 80s. But uh, is there anything that you saw, uh, either one of you wants to jump in that you were just like, and, and you know, there's a lot of people, maybe even people in our chat, don't love the Ewoks. I'll be an <gasps> Ewok really? apologist to the day I die. Wow. And uh, I contend that the two Ewok TV movies are better than The Last Jedi. So uh, you can fight me on that. I don't mean the two of you, but other people in the chat. I would love to watch those. I didn't know they existed till now. They're they're on Disney Plus now. Uh, okay. Caravan of Courage. And I forget what the other one's called. There's two Ewok it's, TV movies, though. Yeah. Michael and, just brought those up. That's so funny. <laughs> He's like, you uh, Corby, oh, yeah. Corby's got a, a very popular, unpopular character. Oh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Some yes, people him, gonna die. I What's felt that? bad for him. I felt really bad. <laughs> I mean, like I he felt was bad. Like the, he's a friend that nobody wants to have, but like is so nice you can't really get rid of Wait. and sometimes is helpful in, an, uh, in a way that isn't really like meaning to be helpful, but it saves the day anyway. Are you talking about Jar Jar Binks or me? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I often thought, why, are they do why do they still have this guy around? Yeah. I, I yeah. kind of did get on that wagon. It just, it almost felt like they were doing him a favor, you know, like, oh, that poor guy doesn't have anyone to sit with at the lunch table. Let him come with us. And the, uh, the, un the aforementioned, uh, Michael Lindsay's yeah. uh, gentleman friend chimes in Darth Binks. He is the key to it all. <laughs> there is a theory that, uh, that Jar Jar Binks is playing dumb and is actually a Sith Lord and he's oh, actually yeah, a genius. Yeah, no, it's a fascinating theory. I forgot about I, that. I don't subscribe to it, but I love when people it's come up with stuff like that. I yeah, no, no. I, I, see, I could see how that would fit. Like if they come out with another movie in the future, they could totally go down that route. Yeah, and, and Dominica Saxon points enough. out that Jar Jar was the Phantom Menace. Uh, oh. Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, and right. uh, I remember the first time I saw that movie in the theater, I'm like, what? the second time I'm like, I know this guy's coming. I'll deal with it. And he didn't bother me as much, but there's a lot of like looking around, like, well, I don't know if George should still be making movies. Like what makes him, what makes him think that, uh, this is that okay. That, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it is not. Yeah. And it, it's like, 
it, it's like somebody's brought on for comic relief, but he's just not funny. It was too know? far. Yeah. Yeah. It like, it, it's like they tried too hard. I really felt like someone was having a cathartic experience with him. You know, like it was somebody who felt like bullied when they were little and like they yeah. were like having that cathartic experience through Jar Jar Binks. I feel like you could say that about Luke too, though, no, or uh, Anakin rather in a way too. You know, because I feel like uh, yeah. it so illustrates like that. You know, I feel like maybe it's not so extreme, obviously, but you know, yeah. most people go through some kind of like dark times that they have to battle through, and sometimes it's something that like is embarrassing or shameful in a way, and like, but it, you know, it happens, and you have to like live through it and go on. So it's kind of interesting that they highlighted that. Mm. Uh, Corby uh, points out that he doesn't hate him; he's just the most popular one to dislike. Jar Jar, not Christian. Thank you for clarifying it. <laughs> I think uh, that was actually very important to make sure that people understood that that's oh, what sure. it was. Sure. Uh, and and yeah, Michael does make the point that he gra he grants uh, Senator Palpatine total control of the Republic uh, <laughs> in the Senate. Uh, I believe that's in uh, Episode Two. So yeah, I mean, look, it, it it's not the craziest theory out there. It's just it's just wacky enough that it could make sense. I like that. Um, so Lauren, uh, have you just seen sort of the, the nine numbered movies or have you seen Rogue One and Solo? Have you seen any of the TV shows oh, I or anything? Solo. I love yeah. Solo. I love I, Solo. I know a lot of people don't, but I no, loved I, it. I did. I, yeah. I really liked it. I think the first few minutes I'm like, what's going on? But as soon as he runs into Chewie, I'm like, great. That's all I need. As I soon as Chewie when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. Also, the kid who played him, I could not believe. I mean, it wasn't even like, oh, he looks so much like Harrison Ford. It was that he had the same exact energy and sensibility as him. I thought they did such a great job casting him. I love that movie. thought it was really fun. Uh, yeah, and no, I've watched and, all The Mandalorian as well. Right. And again, a lot of people uh, did not like Solo, but uh, I, I thought it was fun. And it was like the most fun Star Wars movie that had come out in a long time. Totally. And there was a little romance finally. God, like this whole movie. Okay. Here's the issue I have. Obviously I've been single for a bit. You're both in a relationship. So God bless, but <laughs> single during a pandemic, all you want to see is like human interaction to remind you that you're still human. Mm -hmm. And so like, there are all these near misses and there was all this tension, tension, tension. I'm like, do these people ever have sex? What the fuck? Like, and so what, it was what? nice. Well, in in Star Wars, Wars, like there's well, yeah. the, there's only there's she only died. one provable instance of someone. Yeah. Well, I guess two. So you know that Anakin and Padme had sex at some yeah. point because they yes. ended up with kids, and obviously Han and Leia have to get together, or there's no Ben Solo. So, but there's at least a yeah. little bit of like we see a little bit of something in Solo. There's some sexual energy so that's being funny. put forth. So I, I was, was as a single person, I was highly appreciative that I was at least able to like have a little bit of a perspective taking okay. experience with that movie. I almost felt like it was too much. I was like, we don't need this shit. I'm not watching well, a romance movie. That, Give me Star Wars. Why are we blowing things up and going into hyperspace? But that's because even though uh, in, in a committed relationship, Lindsay's still dead inside, so she doesn't know how to feel, you <laughs> know, true. and that's different. Like, By the way, Lauren, is that part of your in, case, in case you need to know, uh, he will love you forever. Uh, Wicked oh, will. So, good. Uh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, actually, he's local. Christian and I, for those yep. that don't know, live around the block from each Literally other. Around so, the corner, um, yeah. so it's nice that I can have a local boyfriend because oh. who wants to drive in L.A.? So mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. uh, just a, a quick detour because uh, we have a, a, a Dennis Miller show royalty in the chat. Uh, not that. Uh, uh, not you. Not you, Dominicus. Oh, rude. <laughs> Lynn B. Lindsay. Lynn. 
face. She can now put a face with the giggle. Uh, oh, so hi. she's very excited uh, I to see that. Her voice. She's the sweetest uh, person on the planet. Did she yeah. call into the show a lot? All yes. the time. She was a great so, friend to the show. Very yeah, sweet. She incredible. like insists on sending my kids Christmas presents and uh, I always explain how unnecessary she's oh. she's delightful. Yeah. What an angel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh Jason Blair uh liked solo. Uh he feels like it bombed as payback for Last Jedi. It wasn't bad on its own. I just think that there was a backlash to that film. Mm. Uh and he points out that his favorite overall Star Wars character is Bill Burr playing Bill Burr in The Mandalorian, <laughs> just like he does in every movie. And uh, Farad points out, uh, where's Farad's comment? It didn't come up. Nope, now I'm sad. Oh, here Aww. it is. Uh, Farad, he's from the Boston section of the galaxy. Yeah, he, he's he's from the Southie part of the galaxy, all right? Uh, so anyway, it's, uh, oh, and look, people are just raving about Lynn B. Met her in person. She's the best. I have Aww. also met Lynn B. in person. She is also the best. Uh, so, yeah, I think that uh, there's uh, there are sometimes those characters that stand out. And uh, I thought that uh, he was really, it was fun to have somebody that's, you know, you're more like working class stormtrooper that uh, Bill Burr played on the show. Uh, so... I uh, I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things in there. And so I've alluded to it a couple of times in the last few minutes and people in the chat are, are there any of the movies that the movie itself, you're like, oh, it was just okay. Or that you actively disliked. I'll ask you first, Lindsay, was there any that you're like, mm, and, and it seems like solo just didn't really do it for you. That definitely wasn't my favorite. Uh, it was like too much drama, more of a drama type movie than an action type movie, which is what I came but, to expect. But again, Star dead Wars. inside, dead inside. Yeah. Dead inside. Uh, the one that everyone <laughs> hated, the one where like nothing happened. What was that one? The Last Jedi. Or maybe it was Attack of the Clones. I'm looking Attack at of the Clones Manute's is my, it, it What was my least favorite uh, up until a few years ago. And it has the awesome sequence where Yoda we get to see Yoda in action with the lightsaber. Oh, you know, Yoda's yeah. not my favorite. Like he's fine, but like oh, he's, well, cover, I know, I cover know Grogu's giant ears. I know it's yeah. controversial. I like Grogu. I like Mandalorian. I don't oh. dislike Yoda. I'm just saying he's the one I can least get into. I never really got into a speech pattern. I always thought it was a little cheesy. Sorry, don't come murder me, people. Don't send pipe bombs to my house. No. I'm really sorry. I'm really you know, sorry. They're just gonna use the force on you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um yeah the so other thing how come these people don't use the force that often i feel like there's so many times when they're like getting their asses kicked and all they have to do is use the force but they don't well yeah. jedi aren't supposed to just use it for but they're know, like, dying but can we also talk about how useless like, the stormtroopers are <laughs> like why are the stormtroopers so bad at their jobs like yeah. they have all that like machinery on these people who are just like out there naked open chest not even a bulletproof vest walking mm. around for using the force on people and killing them like i i don't know it's like it seems like the stormtroopers really suck at their job when you really think about the big picture like how many of them go down I feel like that suit should be made out of something well, different. In, in, in you know, well, from a from an ideological, what's that? What's that, Lindsay? So aren't they kind of disposable? Well, yeah, that's the point I was going to make. From an ideological oh, standpoint, the it. stormtroopers, as we see in, uh, in with Finn in Episode Seven, 
they're conscripted. They don't want to serve. They don't believe. And not that none of them do. But for the most part, it's like, you know, you'll hear terrible stories about, you know, countries in Africa where like children are forced to serve in the military. So they don't believe in the cause. It's just like, would you like to not die? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to not die. Great. Put on this armor. And mm. they're not the most skilled. And that's why the, the clone troopers were more effective. I mean, not to give away huge spoilers, but uh, that's the whole point of what this uh, Bad Batch show that's going to be premiering on Disney Plus uh, tonight at midnight that's about it is about right yeah it's yeah uh, it's about like the the defective ones it's just sort of like the idea that do you need clone troopers why can't you just get you know people but the the clones are genetically engineered to be better the stormtroopers are just dudes in armor yeah did you understand that that, though though. like it's so cool that they finally dive into the stormtrooper thing and like whether or not it's ethical like they really start getting into that like the the troopers start talking to each other about whether or not they should just be sacrificing themselves or whether there's a reason to be dedicated to this co- cause. It's pretty complex for a, um, an animated show, but also it goes from being what seems like a child show to what seems like a strictly adult show, like within a season. So yeah, that might be why it gets more complex, yeah. but what it's really fascinating. S- what were you going to well, say, Lauren? I was going to ask, did either of you realize when you were first watching Star Wars that stormtroopers were people? Cause I did no. not. Yeah. Okay. No. Keep in mind, I was three, I so I definitely oh, yeah. didn't think about it that way. That's but crazy no. that you didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, uh, I mean, Luke and Han dress up as stormtroopers in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So, right. Uh, but I didn't really think about the fact that, like, they weren't just pulling out like robot guts. You know, right? That they just took some dudes' armors. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, let's see, uh, this is a great point from Jason stormtroopers don't suck at their job of slaughtering Jawas. When it comes to that, only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Yeah. They, <laughs> they really, uh, gave those, uh, jo- did a number on those Jawas in, uh, in episode four. Uh, <laughs> but you know, they're kind of annoying and they're, you know, they're a little, little scavengery. Uh, cool. so, and, uh, Dominica Saxon points out stormtrooper clones should kick ass since they are Django f- clones. They're oh. Django fat. They're all yeah. the same person. That's right. Uh, and they should be that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think it is a great point, though. It's like, yeah, but there's so many of them. But it's like, I don't know. It's like it's like in a lot of movies where it's like, boy, there's like 20 ninjas. And you'd think that they're all really well trained. But, uh, you know, whether it's whether it's Daredevil or whoever's fighting nin- or Wolverine, whoever's fighting ninjas, you're like, boy, he sure didn't have trouble with all those ninjas, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you kind of always, you, you always sort of need those. Uh, Maybe it gets and, diluted with each yeah, generation. And, and uh, Michael wants to go on record. Clone troopers oh. are Django, not stormtroopers. Yes, that's that's the uh, the point. Dominica Saxon was, say, was calling them stormtrooper clones, but uh, Michael will not stand for that. No, so. no. He's a purist. Is he like in the other room, Lindsay, <laughs> like right now? Yeah, okay. I just got to figure it out. Curating um, more art. So like Lauren's around the corner from me and- uh, <laughs> and, and I'm in you're... San Diego with my yeah, exactly. with my phone a friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh so what I was going to say before about uh about Attack of the Clones. It has some great sequences in it, but it is the most painful plotting just trite love story you've ever seen. There no one should be convinced that that uh Padme and Anakin fell in love because either one of them should have wanted to shoot the other. Because of like, did you, what did you just say? Like, this, you know, Hayden Christensen is so bad that he made Natalie Portman look bad in scenes. And she's a tremendous actress, not in that movie. And their love story, it's like, uh, 
it made me like not want to go to Italy ever because <laughs> to just like look at Lake Como, like you've ruined it for me. <laughs> I was going to go to George Clooney's house at Lake Como, but then I'm like, I can't. I've seen that movie, George. I can't even look at that lake. I'm sorry. George did this to me. Um, but you thought I thought it was, thought it, it was fine. Like he didn't bother me. Michael told me as we were watching, like everybody hates him, but I, yeah. I wasn't too bothered. Yeah. No. And, and Lauren, you just wanted whiny. to. Morning. Yeah. But yeah, that's how it makes sense that uh, that uh, that Luke grows up to be his father, because especially in the I mean, sorry, his son, uh, <laughs> Luke, in the first movie in particular, uh, Jason so referenced whiny. one of the lines earlier. But my favorite is the one of the first lines Luke has in the movie is Uncle Owen, this one's got a bad motivator. And you're like, shut up, kid. You know, like, we don't care that you want to hang out with your friends. All right. Just uh, yeah. help us with the farm. We have a moisture farm in the desert. You think you you understand why we're broke? Okay, can you help instead <laughs> of looking we'll up dead. at the sky? Uncle Owen's done for. <laughs> Curtains for Uncle Owen. All right, but, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Well, I my, uh oh. Well, Mike, Jason uh, uh, does feel the need to point out that Natalie Portman looks mega hot in that Lake Como scene, though. Uh, that's 2002. I don't know how old she was in that movie. I refuse to comment on that. Uh, she's a very talented actress, oh, yeah. but I, I, I'm, I'm afraid she's only 16 there. So yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, she yeah. looked like she was like 14, and in the first one, one in the first one, she was. She was okay. like 14 or something. Yeah, and then uh, and and you know she's like older than like nine year old Anakin, but then it's like oh yeah, but now he's you know, he's like your creepy uncle. So it's just uh, it's not a great love story. Is is my point. But uh, Lauren, did you just want to feel the love tonight, like Simba and Nala? And I absolutely like, no, did. I think that my vision for those movies. Well, first of all, here's a thing that happens in life sometimes. Sometimes somebody sets you up so low, and you go into something, and you think it's going to be terrible, but because your expectations have been set so low, you actually enjoy it. So that's what that section mm. of movies was like for me. I thought. People said, oh, you can just skip those three. I didn't want to skip it because I wanted to know the full story. Um, so I really enjoyed those three that came in the in the 90s and early 2000s, including the one that you're talking about not liking. The yeah, one that I yeah. didn't like mm -hmm. was, um, I, I think, and it's hard because they all blur together, but the mm -hmm. one you're talking about, the 2017 one. Um, the Last Jedi. I, yeah, yeah. That, that's my least favorite. I don't particularly, yeah. unfortunately, and I hate to say this because it was great to see a woman be a Jedi and that was very cool, but I don't particularly like that character. Is her name Ren? Ray? Ray. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I don't You're confusing feel her with the, the dog Ren. from Ren and Stimpy. No, you're confusing oh. her with the dog from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. They, yeah, they I, have I similar character arc. Yeah. I didn't find her to be particularly compelling. Like, not that her story wasn't cool. It's just something about her didn't draw me in. I didn't feel anything toward her. I thought the relationship sure. between her and Kylo Ren was interesting and like the connection mm -hmm. and cord between them. That was more compelling than her as an individual. So that whole sure. set of movies was harder for me to get on board with. Um, but specifically that one from 2017 yeah. wasn't a huge fan of. No, I have a, I, I've spent so much time talking about it and the people who love that movie, uh, will, uh, try to, ex it's like, here's why you're wrong. I'm like, no, no, it's just, I didn't like it. Like, I, I, I feel like, like I can say that you're wrong because you like it. Or I'm just like, no, I just, it's, it's really not good. 
It's it doesn't feel like Star Wars, and it's it should have they should have had all three of those movies directed by uh, by J.J. Abrams because then they would be a consistent story. And uh, you know, there's all this stuff behind the scenes that there was going to be somebody different doing the episode nine, and then they bring him back. So it's like, well, if they had only known. They should have just let him do it. And because he has to undo the things that I don't like about episode eight that some people feel is important. And it, it all comes down to, I feel like what I say to people is like, it, it, you watch four, five, and six after Return of the Jedi, you can be done if you want to. If you really want to see more and you like these stories and the characters and you want, you have questions, great, go check it out, have fun. But, uh, you know, you really, it, it's, it, it's, there's a, there's a very sh- steep decline after that. And uh, Return of the Jedi has uh, always been my favorite because of how excited I was to see it as a kid and because it has an ending. People talk about Empire Strikes Back all the time. It's great, but the movie ends and it's like, wait, what about all this stuff? Yeah, 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 come see us in three years because that's what we had to wait. We had to wait three years to see what happened. It's like, is Darth Vader really his father or is he just lying? Eh, come back to the movies in a few years. You You can see some other stuff in between. Yeah. I thought it was pretty believable. I didn't have any yes. doubts. But on the on the uh, mention of female leads, I'm really excited for the Ahsoka TV show. What's that one? Yeah, that's uh, th- that's Rosario Dawson's character uh, mm-hmm. from the the animated series, but uh, mm-hmm. it'll be a live action series. And yeah, she's uh, she's great. She's uh, so cool. Yeah. So there's a there's there's a lot of see now I called people out. There's a lot but of talk about. But isn't Ahsoka? Doesn't she show up in the Mandalorian too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, no. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's Rosario Dawson plays yeah. her in the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and yes, there will be a live action show. That's yes. one of the like ten shows that they're going to have. Yeah. So, many. so there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, people uh, reading the tea leaves and and counting the numbers and figuring out how old Natalie Portman is. So when they filmed the second movie, I guess she was 18. So everybody can have at it. All right. Oh, it's God. fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's really attractive for 28 and 30 well, year olds to go after an 18 year old. Well, they Please. were they were worried. Now I made everybody oh, they nervous. Were worried for you. But she was like 16 playing a 13 year old in the first one. I think that that's what that's oh, what see. the problem is, and oh, that's where all the mm-hmm. all the numbers come in. So like. People are just like, you know, I, I don't I, I don't want to be uh, sound. I don't want to sound like a creep. But the point is, she's <laughs> a great late. actress, except Too in those late. movies, except in those movies. And it's and, not her fault. Uh, <laughs> it's not her fault. No. Uh, you know, uh, George Lucas is uh, is a mediocre director and a terrible writer of dialogue. Look, these are his ideas. He, he's a great big idea guy. The first Star Wars movie works because it, he was passionate about it. He spent all this time on it. But uh you know, uh, I, I think uh, I, I remember in an interview, Carrie Fisher said that uh, they she had these shirts made up because this is how he would direct the first Star Wars movie. Faster, more intense. It was the only direction that he gave the actor was to do faster and more intense. And he does. He doesn't direct uh, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan, who's if, if you if you want to be impressed by somebody's body of work, look at the movies that Lawrence Kasdan directed all in a row, right. uh, and it, it's uh, tremendous. And you know George Lucas, uh, you know basically selling Star Wars to Disney. I think there's a lot of uh, things that people feel about the uh, the the sequel trilogy, and it's because it's it's Disneyfied. But I don't know. I think it's a it's a they're interesting stories and there's things I like about them. I, I, there's even things I like about, uh, about the last Jedi. It's just like, not really a star Wars movie. It doesn't feel like one, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So I, I think that uh, it's, it makes sense that it continues to live on and there'll be all these TV series. And one day there will be more movies. 
Lauren, I'm wondering, have you seen uh, Rogue One? Is that a Star Wars movie that you saw? I saw part of it. I haven't finished it yet. I fell asleep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Not it, because it, doesn't it wasn't strike, good. I was just tired. It doesn't strike me as one that you're going to like. Uh, I will say I didn't it, love the beginning part of it. Yeah. Well, you're really not going to like the end. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have to watch uh, it, though, because oh, so I do want to see as much Farad, as I can. Farad's making a point that uh, I, I, I'm just uh, talking off the top of my head. Lawrence Kasdan didn't direct the Star Wars movie. He wrote Empire Strikes Back and The Force Awakens. And The mm. Force Awakens. All right. Yeah. All right. Farad. Farad, you smarty pants. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah. But so, Lauren... This is uh, just like a, a, a six-month whirlwind love affair with Grogu, and he's really brought Star Wars into your life. And is there stuff for either of you that you see it in one of these movies, and you're like, oh, that thing? Or like, you know, just things that you like sort of knew about, because like you were saying before, Lauren, you kind of know what Star Wars is without even seeing it. And do you feel yeah. like there's just things that have sort of peripherally existed in your life where you're like, oh, I understand it better because I've actually seen these movies now? Well, I had no idea what the force really was. Like people would say, may the force be with you. But I, I didn't really understand that. Like, I think it's fun to kind of have an understanding of that now. And when I first watched it, I was living at home with my parents like for several months. So I would just go up to my mom randomly and be like, the force is strong with this one. And I just thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> she just looked at me. But um, the other thing was uh, the, the, the whole like, I am your father scene. He doesn't say Luke, I am your father. He just says, I am your father. And I've always, yeah. heard, right? And right? I've always heard it said, Luke, I am your father. Like, that's what's been in the zeitgeist. So that was surprising to me that people have been misquoting it for years. Well, yeah. And 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 they yeah. uh, in one of the sequels, I think somebody says, may the force be with you. But the uh, Obi-Wan says the force will be with you always. And that's yeah. that he doesn't actually say more. Than, and it's a, it's a Star Trek thing, too. Nobody ever said, beam me up, Scotty. But it's like there's these phrases that, look you watched it once and it sort of lived in your head and you know, you did, you didn't see it again unless you uh, were able to like go back to the movie theater. So you don't really mm -hmm. quite remember uh, how it all goes, you know? So uh, I, it, yeah, it's interesting that the phrasing isn't exactly what uh, the, the catchphrases that, uh, that you tend to think they are, you know, but uh, uh, so yeah, Irvin Kirshner directed Empire Strikes Back, Richard Marquand uh, directed uh, Return of the Jedi. So, uh, but as Farad pointed out. So the point is that George does should not direct movies, but then he directed the uh, the prequel trilogy. And uh, they were also filmed in a way where, you know, they were filmed like on, on, on sound stages with green screen and everything CGI. And I feel like they lack a lot of the heart of the original ones because they use practical special effects like models and they made explosions and you know mm -hmm. they actually built out the sets and then when it's like well we can put anything we want here but then the question is should you you know <laughs> should you have like 40 crazy characters i mean you know one of the most iconic things in in film ever really is the cantina scene in the first star wars but it's all these people in in costumes you know mm -hmm. and it's it's so it's more believable than if they you know had this like crazy animated tongue that they like used to pour themselves a drink and you know it's like all right just because you can turn it into a looney tunes cartoon does it uh, does it mean that you should um, yeah i prefer yeah. that too christian i feel like there was so much more heart in the first three films mm -hmm. 
then and, and it got decreasingly less as more CGI got put into it. Like I actually sure. I was quite impressed with what they did back in the 70s and 80s. I, I thought it was pretty amazing for nice. how yeah. primitive the technology was that they mm-hmm. I was expecting it to look like somebody took a little string and a flying saucer, sure. with, you know, it, yeah. it looked really good. So mm-hmm. I was impressed with that. Um, also, the other thing that surprised me about it from just knowing, you know, little pieces of information here and there, I thought that Luke and Leia had a much more intense romance. And then it was this huge ass shock when they were mm. brother and sister. I mean, they did kiss, mm-hmm. but I thought Ew. that they like, which is gross, but I thought that they <laughs> were full on sleeping together and like lovers. So I was actually really pleasantly surprised that there was less incest yeah, than was if, previously if, promised. If I you thought had the tension read... was more interesting too. Cause if they had just gone straight to it, there wouldn't have yeah. been a build. No, the fact that there's a, there's a love triangle with your sister is uh, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, if you had read, you know, like in the time between the films, you know, the, novels and and comics and stuff were able to kind of play into that a little bit more because they had every reason to assume like well yeah you're setting up this uh, this love triangle there's this perspective romance and then george is like well actually it's his sister so ugh, you know but yeah i think uh it, yeah there there is something uh, you know I, and and it just seems like one of those things is like well i don't think he had any intention for that to be his sister when it's like and then make sure you kiss him you know, and then she, you know, and then, oh, and kiss him again in the next movie to make uh, Han jealous. That's your brother. That's still Ew. fine. Yeah. Uh, Farad asked a question. Did you see the original version of the special edition or the first trilogy? And and you saw it on VHSs that you would have gotten in the the 70s. Uh, sorry, in the 90s. Yes. So uh, there are so many different versions of it that there's there's first there's uh, what I have is this, this is where they, they just remastered everything. And wow. then theatrically for the 20th anniversary of the first film, uh, George went in and redid some of the special effects. I want to that say part, that's what I saw. So maybe yeah. that's why I thought it was so and, great. And then they, they added, uh, they added a couple of scenes. So like there's a scene in the original star Wars where, uh, uh, Jabba comes to visit Han and it's the, the, he's like slithering around and it was originally filmed with an actor, you know, and it was like a, just a scene that was deleted from the movie, but they're like, well, now we're going to put Jabba in there. And, uh, and then there's the whole, uh, you know, then they add in like, well, Han Solo is not a murderer. So we're going to have Greedo shoot at him first. And then it's like, no, he's not a murderer, but if somebody's trying to kill him, it's, if somebody's trying to kill you, I still feel, even in 2021, if somebody has a gun <laughs> and they're pointing it at you, you can go ahead and shoot them so that they don't kill you. It's okay. Han Solo's not a bad guy because he shot a creep who's trying to kill him. But George felt differently, so he started tinkering with these movies. And it's probably hard to know what each of you actually saw for the first time. Now, Lindsay, I feel like Michael if he showed you anything that had these in there, he probably gave you like a running director's commentary of like, he would have. He's yeah. Very, like explaining like, thorough. yeah. And we're doing, you know, Marvel now. In, in return of the Jedi, they, they took out two scenes. There was a, when I was a, when I was little, I had a, I had a record. I had a 45. One side had a song called Ewok celebration. And then the B side <laughs> was Lacti neck which is the song by Max uh, by Sice Noodles and the Max Rebo band performed at Jabba's palace. Well, for George's special edition, he took both of those scenes out 
replace the Ewok celebration with like, here's what's happening around the galaxy and look at all this. And then they replaced the band performing at Jiva's palace with one of those crazy CGI cartoon characters. And it's like, Oh, oh you did not make this better. Yeah. You, you know? So uh, it's hard to say which one you would have seen Lauren. I, 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 yeah. I can I show mean, you the scene, not here uh, because <laughs> I don't want to get kicked off YouTube, but uh, what were you going to say, Lindsay? Oh, I mean, I was just going to say, I saw what was on Disney Plus mostly. I think one of the movies wasn't there. We had to go somewhere else, but. Oh, yeah. It depends on when you did it. I think they're all there now, but yeah, they like somewhere on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, Jason Blair points out uh, that uh, they killed Yub Nub, worst part of the special editions. That's the Ewok Celebration song. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's. Love the name. It, yeah. Well, I mean, Yub -Nub. Uh, I don't even. I mean, you know, so this weird. is something that uh, that that Wicked would say regularly. So they also have the Ewoks cartoon from when I was a kid, uh, from like 1985. That's on uh, Disney Plus as well. Oh. Uh, it 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 may not be entirely canon. It may not have held up very well, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, anyway, I, yeah. So I think that it's I don't know. It's like for those of us who see it a certain way. The idea of like, oh, I can't believe you would sit where like Greedo shoots first, <clears throat> but it's not like it makes the movie bad. It just makes it bad for those of us that have, the, you know, these really strong memories attached to it. You know, yeah. Um, go ahead, Lauren. No, no, I was just gonna say you already have an emotional attachment to it being one way, and then all of a sudden it's ripped from under you. So yeah. I can totally see how that would throw you off. I had no context for that, so and also I don't particularly like remember that moment because I need to rewatch it candidly yeah. like watching mm -hmm. this once isn't enough right. I think I just got like the bare bones plot points figured out what I like but to get the deeper meaning and like because there's a lot of spirituality in it too and that's something that's like really important to my life so I want to watch it through more of like a spiritual life lessons lens as well um but yeah I think you gotta you gotta watch these films at least twice at least the first three at least well, now, now you understand my childhood and, uh, you know, how many times that uh, I, I watched those three films. The other ones I've seen very few times uh, before the Rise of Skywalker Part Nine, uh, Episode Nine came out. I, I rewatched uh, the most recent trilogy and it was only the second time that I, I watched uh, The Last Jedi. And I, I expect to never watch it again mm -hmm. until my kids are actually like trying to watch all of them. I will not choose to watch that movie ever again. Oh. Uh, this, I, I, I definitely uh, made some, uh, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you do some trolling on, on uh, social media. I knew what I was doing, but I, I, I really felt like, Oh, I just remember I had never rewatched it because I remembered how bad I thought it was. And then I rewatched it and it was worse than I remember. So, uh, yeah. And people, you know, people don't like being told that something they like is, Oh no. Uh, yeah. I have a you question for you, Christian. Okay. Uh, what's your question, Lindsay? And then Lauren, hold that thought. Okay. I'm curious. So do, like real dedicated Star Wars fans like yourself, are they upset that they're continuing on with like new stories? Does that feel like, like fake or you know what I mean? Well, Does that feel I, I would say some people definitely feel that way. There are mm -hmm. people that feel like the, the, you know, that it's a product of these times that the, the main character is a woman in the, in the sequel trilogy. And there are people that don't feel that way for me. 
I there's a, different points in my life where I was convinced we were never going to get more Star Wars movies again. So the fact mm. that they even did that sequel trilogy, I'm I don't love those movies, but the fact that they made them, I'm so excited that we had new movies. You know, sure. I mean, yeah. there's a stretch. You know, there were no Star Wars movies from 1983 to 1999, and so there were a lot of books to read, there were comics to read, but there there were no movies. So somewhere in that point, I didn't think they were going to make more. You know, I'm like, all right, so um. I'm excited that they make more. I think that uh, telling some of these these more like uh, niche storylines, like Mandalorian, I mean, that's like honestly, that's the one thing in the last twenty plus years that that almost everybody's like, yeah, that's great. You mm-hmm. have a lot of different opinions about the prequels and the sequels. Um, Lauren, do you remember what you were going to say a moment ago? I do. I was just going to talk with you about the fact that if you say anything about Star Wars online, people will at you. I said something about the font (laughs) because I don't get (laughs) why. Okay, this is a multi. It's like got to be in the billions, right? A billion dollar industry at this point. You can't get anything besides Ariel and Siam for the first thing. (laughs) That's what we think is good. At the beginning of the film. (laughs) and the, the, then the thing after is epic but the first thing you see a long time ago in a galaxy far far away is an aerial font then yeah. somebody's like actually it's not aerial font if you look back I'm like okay fine but whatever it's a boring font like couldn't they afford something better couldn't they hire a yeah. graphic designer well at least it wasn't times new roman i mean let's be honest that's about true that. at least it had you a know, little flavor mad. yeah there was a there was a little something uh yeah but no i mean it's uh you know, it's uh, any. It's funny because people will say things like, "Oh, uh, Star Wars fans are the worst online." No, every fandom has a segment that is the worst. Uh, you'll you'll find it definitely in Star Trek because of the more current series where there there are the the lead is a is an African American woman and there are gay characters and trans characters and I think a lot of people are like well that is Gene Roddenberry's vision for what Star Trek was supposed to be it's very inclusive and there's other people like yeah I don't like it it's gross and I'm like mm-hmm. all right that's how you feel but the for the most part people like it and then you know it, it, it's sort of you know branching out a little bit it's like well yeah people want to see characters that they can more personally relate to, you know, and uh, what was it like four years ago on, on uh, Dr. Who they, they made the lead a woman and their people Mm -hmm. were like, "Mm, Nope, can't do that. And so it just, there's a lot of people, you know, there's a, there's problems that abound from the terrible writing of that show, but it's not because there's a woman in the lead, you know, and it's just more like, that's not what the problem is. And I think that you do run into that sort of an answer to both of your questions, Lindsay. So what you're saying, there are plenty of people that are like, I don't want any more stories. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? You mm-hmm. don't have to watch any of these sure. new stories. That, sure. You know, if, if you don't like Ray, then you can stop after episode seven. You know, you don't have to watch the next ones. But of course, everybody always does. People get so, so they protective can, too, though, yeah. their passions. You but, know. you know, and unfortunately, like both of you, it's like, you know, you were well, here's the thing. If you're going to post about it, mm-hmm. somebody's going to be like, oh, you're a girl. What do you know? You know what I mean? And they're right. going to be very dismissive. And it's like, even if they agree with you, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, Lauren and I, for years, uh, we worked with uh, with uh, someone that we know very well, uh, Roxy Stryer, and she is in the DC movie universe uh, world. And they are just brutal to her because she mm-hmm. has opinions. 
and they're not mm -hmm. the same opinions that everybody has. A lot of our opinions are, but it's like, no, you have to believe everything I believe to the same degree. You can't just like that movie. You have to love this movie. And she gets so, death and rape threats because yeah, she has different world, opinions right every day. Every yeah. day. The whole yeah. world right now, though. Yeah, yeah. everyone no, has exactly. to have the same opinion. No one can have anything different, or you're canceled or taken off Twitter and yeah. all that. I mean, no, I'm not exactly. for like incendiary language, obviously, but. Yeah, but when it comes to movies, I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. Like, this mm -hmm. is entertainment. Let's enjoy it and let people say what they want to say. Like, what you want to sit here and have everybody just agree all the time, it's not interesting. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And and I think that uh, it, it's more interesting when it's like, you know, oh, I, I like this series. Oh, I like this movie. And, you well, know, I mean. Yeah, and the fact that uh, the fact that I like Return of the Jedi the most, there's a lot of people who are like, no, that's because people hate the Ewoks. They're like, no, that's you know, and it's like it's it's a line directly out of Kevin Smith's first movie, Clerks. It's like, no, it's just a bunch of Muppets. I'm like, all right, so is that the thought that you had before you somebody else put that thought in your head? No, yeah, everybody loved Return of the Jedi when it came out. Jabba was amazing. You know, like that's that yeah. that Jabba's palace sequence of like, let's rescue Han Solo is so great and i think my favorite moment in all of those movies is the moment when you're like well looks like everybody's gonna die and looks like no i got this right r2 and he's like oh yeah and then he he shoots his lightsaber in the air and it's green what the he'd only had a blue lightsaber so i'm like seven and i'm like Holy shit, it's a green lightsaber. So like nothing will ever top that moment for me. But I, I can still appreciate like, yeah, some of these things are still good, you know. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I I appreciate uh, all, of, all of it, you know, that they keep trying, you know. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy a lot of it. And uh, I, I'm it's the same thing I was saying before. When it comes to watching it with, with both of my children, but my son Felix is five. He's a little closer I gotta, I gotta get it right where he's not terrified. I don't want him to be too scared of it. Sure. But I also don't want him to hate it. Like if he doesn't yeah. like it, then it's like, ugh, it's crying. yeah. So You're that's why you, you, yeah. Well, I mean, there might, I might be. A bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was gonna say I, about I the Clone Wars. They kind of dive into R two D two a little more too. Like one of the last episodes I watched was just about him and C P three O and um r2d2 like saved the day and like flew the ship by himself yeah. so it's kind of neat too i love r2d2 and c3po these uh yeah. bulletin boards you see over well, my shoulder uh, kind of dumb but yeah but he uh, is proficient in three million languages so i know, love him like, because he reminds me of my mom <laughs> he reminds you of your mom you know what i love your mom and i kind of get it actually. don't you like c3po is so anxious all the time and always spinning and spinning and spinning and kind of doesn't say anything but then all of a sudden we'll have this brilliant idea and also loves qvc <laughs> yeah, no, c3po definitely loves qvc yeah tell. Big Patreon, uh, but the uh, these bulletin boards that uh, for those watching the video you see over my shoulder, these were in my room as a kid. These are all, they're also older than you. Uh, both. That's so cute. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know I had I had all sorts of things pinned up to them, and I, I was just I was trying to you know I, I didn't have a lot of time to do set dressing, but I wanted to try and include some of it uh, as we uh, we talk about it. So Lauren, you're talking about rewatching these movies, and uh, mm -hmm. since you're in the neighborhood, uh, you know you can you can come over and we can uh, we can hang out and and I can give you all the annoying commentary. But I think I think we need to watch it on VHS. I think we can. If we uh, don't, so sue me. Yeah. I need to see that on VHS. I yeah. won't view it in any other way. <laughs> now that I've had the VHS experience, I'm not going back, honey. 
no, no. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jason's pointing out that uh, C-3PO speaks uh, six million languages, not oh. three million. Uh, and uh, and Farad, Ma- Farad Muhammad points out that he has video game sisters older than he is. Uh, well, then, uh, Farad, make sure you post a picture of uh, your set of Pong that uh, I feel like you must have. Uh, now, Lindsay, you said that uh, Michael is having you watch the Marvel movies now. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you might want to go back to the Star Wars movies at any point? Or oh, yeah, is no, he just I, I trying mean, to give you like so much? It's like. I mean, the Marvel movies is like 23 movies, you know, so that's a lot. Yeah, right there. We've done most of them. We've done those like in the order of time as well. And we've already watched, I think all of them. We already watched like the Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm trying to think we just finished the Winter Soldier TV series. I think we're up to date already on Marvel. We've been going hard. Um, uh, but I definitely want to watch Star Wars. I just sold him. I was just saying that. Yeah. I feel like I yeah. need a better understanding. Well, here, here's here's the party that we really need to have. Okay. Uh, I can bring we, some rum. Well, <laughs> the rum that you've uh, that rumor you has it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we 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 all need to watch. Uh, oh, uh, Lindsay, did Michael show you the Christmas special? <gasps> no. What's that? Oh, is that a Charlie the Brown Christmas thing? special? Is uh, no, it's not. It's a Star Wars thing, and it's okay. uh, legendary to shame on you, Michael. What, what happened? No, he was oh, he no. was he was being uh, he was, was being he kind nice? to you. Aww, it's what happens me. when uh, you don't have tight enough reins on your intellectual property, and uh, it it's one of the George Lucas refused to ever let it be aired more than once. You can't get a copy of it legally, but of course, the internet being the internet, uh, it's out there. And uh, I I Is bought it like a. Movie? I bought a bootleg VHS of it uh, for twenty dollars at a comic book convention in nineteen ninety three, and it was like it was like if you guys have seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, this is like finding the Holy Grail. I'm like I'd always heard of this, and I watched it and I couldn't believe how bad it was, but it's so enjoyable in its badness because you're like, <laughs> so nobody like there was no quality control at at no point. Nobody said should should we be making this. It's like a bad '70s variety special that happens to have Star Wars characters in it, and uh, it's so bad. And uh, I think that that would actually be uh, that would be a fun little uh, watch along for the, okay. the whole world to get your reactions to. It. I'll tell you, the <laughs> the right version to get has all the commercials in it from 1978. Oh, the commercials are ten times better than the fun. actual show. Yeah, for, you know, it's like. Wait a minute. McDonald's didn't always have the Egg McMuffin? It was new at one point? What? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Uh, and uh, Michael does point out that it does introduce Boba Fett. There mm. is a there's a cartoon in it that uh, mm. you can get. It's it's hidden on the Blu-rays. Uh, it's kind of the and it has like all the actual voice cast from the movies. But the uh, the the Christmas special, I mean it it's so bad, but um, I do rank it above the Last Jedi. So uh, and uh, wow, above the Last Jedi. I get <laughs> more enjoyment. I get more enjoyment out of weird. watching the Christmas special uh, because you get to meet Chewbacca's family. Uh, oh, right. See, love oh, it. Lauren, Lauren, love if, a family moment. Lauren, if you cry during this Christmas special, that'll be the greatest moment of all time. You know, you know honestly, I have uh, very. I cry very easily now. The pandemic has just kind of like lifted any like armor I had on. And now I'm just like, I'm the Mandalorian without his helmet. Oh no. Uh, and Farad points out the Christmas special. <laughs> mm. 
yeah. So it's uh, oh, it's bad. But uh, and I figured that uh, it would not have been shown to you. But uh, that's that can be a, a sequel to this episode. Maybe next May the Fourth. He'll probably can, play it uh, for me when he gets mad at me next. He'll be like, "I yeah. have a good movie for you, babe." <laughs> this is amazing. Well, he's Great, he's full, he's fully aware of this conversation right now. And so, I know he knows. But he'll wait for you to forget about it. Maybe it's like, oh, oh yeah. don't well, you remember? That won't it's... take long. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean any any conversation that we ever have is forgotten like that. I I, I see what you're saying. Linda. That's why I still like you. <laughs> yeah, I know because it's like it's it's like uh, 50 first dates. You're meeting me for the first time every time every we talk. Time. And you keep bringing me chicken sandwiches. Who wouldn't like oh, that? Those chicken, the chicken minis, you know. It's ideal. Well, uh, this was a delightful uh, conversation Sorry. to have. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what's going on I there. thought that that was like an audio drop. It's like, now for the next that segment. It's my life falling apart. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so let's, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed this conversation, and uh, I hope that uh, people uh, kindly interact with both of you on social media and their your thoughts on Star Wars. And uh, I always find it to be welcoming. I like when people <laughs> find something new. The fact that you both found uh, Star Wars uh, in, in your 30s, I'm like, this is great because you could have gone all, your whole life without it. And instead, you're like, no, this is actually pretty cool. I, you know, and look, I like when people find stuff. Uh, and I, I think that uh, large segments of fandom are very inclusive and welcoming of, of people. So yeah, uh, I, I really appreciate both of you taking the time to talk about this and to continue the conversation, Lauren, where can people find you? I'm at Lauren LaGrasso everywhere. And if anybody likes music, I have a new single coming out on Friday called therapy in honor of <laughs> mental health awareness month. So hop on over to Spotify, follow me and get it. And uh, Lauren has a great podcast as where she sometimes has some really amazing guests. And also Christian did an episode. It's been a long time coming. We recorded it a minute ago. I just stockpiled a lot over COVID. So I think I'm going to be releasing it next week. So look out for that. It's going to be sometime in the next month. It's called and Unleash Your Inner Creative. Yeah, awesome. see, there you go. The I'm name. like, all right. That's what I'll, we needed. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I was just going to help you over the fence. It's a <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'll make sure everybody uh, uh, can find it. But uh, you can listen to the episodes without me, too. Uh, Lauren is a very positive, uh, uplifting, bright ray of sunshine. So the exact opposite of me. Uh, <laughs> what you come to this show for. Lauren will give you the opposite. So you should uh, make sure that you look for it uh, you, wherever podcasts are found. Yeah, we're and yin Lindsay. and yang. Everything yes. you need in life. <laughs> and Lindsay, yeah. where can people find you? Um, at Lindsay K. Floyd. It's spilled out on my screen there on everything. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. The Twitter, the Instagram, and uh, Jason Blair asked a very important question. When is the Blackcast karaoke party? I'm still oh. waiting. Look, at this point, we're like this close to just being able to actually rent out a karaoke bar. Uh, but the we virtual are. karaoke party should happen. Uh, and uh, Lauren, you'll, of course, be invited uh, once Amazing. we... Uh, I mean, you'll, bo you'll both be invited. Oh, but okay, I know that, Lindsay, you don't want to be a part of the karaoke party. <laughs> yeah. But you can watch. Oh, you know? okay, okay. Yeah. And and uh, and drink my rum that you refuse yes! to give to me. Uh, <laughs> as nice. always... I'll let you know I, how it is. Yeah, please <laughs> Well, you better That's say that's a real great. present. Is her it's review? Yeah, it's, it's from uh, Michael's Distillery, right? I mean, it's uh, yeah. It's, yeah I have, like so you, twelve bottles in front of me. Which one do you want me to start with? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as always, I can be found at Christian DMZ and subscribe to the Blackcast on wherever you subscribe to podcasts. But please subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel. We have a whole network of shows there. B L A D T C A S T. You can give a thumbs up to the Blackcast on Facebook. Follow at Blackcast B L A D T C A S T on Twitter, on Instagram. That is all the time that we have for this May 4th, but <laughs> we will see you next time on the Blackcast. Chewbacca. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Oh, oh